Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here are your hosts, Ray and Drew Allen. You are listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm Ray Allen, President and CEO of Peppershock Media, also a Chief Marketing Officer for Hire. And I'm with uh, the crew today. We're going to talk about why graphic design matters. We have our creative director, Drew Allen. That's me. Hello. And then we have our art director, who's been with us for over 10 years, Angie Scobie. Hello. And we have Sierra, <laughs> our uh, graphic designer at Peppershock. Hi. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about why graphic design matters. Why should business owners and marketing directors and people of the world care about graphic design? What, well, first of all, what is graphic design to you, Ange? Well, if you think about graphic design, it's everywhere. It's all around us. Uh, everything that we see starts out as a creative idea. And the graphic designer, their job is to visually communicate that message and tell a story. Excellent. Sierra, why is graphic design important? I would say that graphic design simply helps society function visually. If you think of the signs that we see, like if we didn't have road signs, I mean, we wouldn't know where to go. We couldn't get anywhere. I don't want to imagine a world where that wasn't possible, like without that. Graphic design is definitely important. It keeps the world going, right? So in business, let's talk about why uh, graphic design is important and branding is important in, in business. Drew, what are some things that we can think about why we would care to have really great design in business? Well, a lot of people think about um, a brand as being a logo. Um, your brand is way more than that. But the, but the logo is like the visual representation. When somebody sees your logo, that's the first impression that they'll likely have when they're being introduced to your business. It's memorable. It's the first thing that they see. They'll they'll remember it at first glance. Nike has done the best job at this. Apple, uh, you see that, you know what business it's for, what it represents. And people want to associate themselves with businesses that have established brands like Nike. Under Armour's come in and kind of given them a run for their money. So in, in business, why really great logo and branding matters is so that we can stand apart from other, other people, so that we can be recognizable. And, and when we create or think about creating the image that's going to represent your business, there's all kinds of things to think about and consider, like color and type choice. What, what other things do we think about when we're creating uh, a really great brand? Well, we're thinking about the audience, of course, and then where it's going to be used. Okay. I mean, that's one thing we definitely consider. If it's something that's like mostly going to be seen in print, we're going to design differently than if it's something that's exclusively on the website or very limited in a print. And we're also thinking about how it's going to be embroidered and what it's going to look like. Uh, you know, if people still fax if it's going to be black and white or if it's going to be, uh, you know, something that's going to be enlarged on a big, huge billboard. Uh, so we design our, our logos in a specific type of format so that way it can be scalable, right? Yep. And we're even seeing like design trends where you're having a logo be able to, I mean, it'll be, it'll be like a larger version of it. And then it's just simply like a shape, a very simple shape when it gets to a mobile phone. Right. So it can be teeny tiny as well. Yeah, as a little yeah it icon. has to be super small and really recognizable. 
even to the to the small degree of when it's an open tab on your website and it's like that little tiny yeah. uh, emblem. What is that called, Drew? I don't know how to pronounce I don't it. Remember. Favicon, Favicon. I say Favicon in my head. Favicon, yeah. Favicon. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we've got to be able to make it scalable and and palatable and portable and something that people will uh, have as a memorable experience when they come across your logo or your brand that you uh, want to portray. And and in websites too, thinking about graphic design and layout and content. I mean being able to easily navigate things. When we're thinking about creating a, a website, what are some things that we think about and why design matters on a website? Well, Angie and I just got back from Adobe Max in the fall uh, and went through a whole class on user experience, user design. Mm -hmm. And that's important because you're driving traffic to your website. You were trying to get someone to contact you or buy your product or learn more about you, whatever the goal is once they get to the site. If your site isn't well designed and they can't find what they're looking for easily and it doesn't logically make sense, you will lose them. <laughs> you will lose that sale. That's why it's important. And if the goal of your website is to you know, promote a cause or get somebody to buy something or give information, if people can't easily navigate to what they want, then you've lost the sale or you've lost the opportunity to be able to educate people about your cause. And we also see a lot of videos that are being incorporated into website and design in videos. So we're using a lot of graphic design in animations and motions and things that are capturing people's attention. So we know more and more people are utilizing video and social media. Why is graphic design important in the different platforms that we produce in video? To visually capture the message. Right. And share and show and tell the message. And we yeah. have to create it for different platforms. And, you know, if it's a Facebook video versus a YouTube and making it audio agnostic. So graphic design is critical and being able to make it legible where you've got, uh, you know, you're trying to tell the story or a concept through the ability to not necessarily always have audio because people don't turn up their audio anymore. And so usually using the right typeface and fonts and all of that kind of uh, design really matters. Let's talk about uh, advertising and why is graphic design important when we're trying to display our message in different platforms? I was just thinking about, because you were talking about social media, mm -hmm. if we don't design something correctly and you're trying to do a Facebook ad, that ad won't even run. Right. So it's really important to know what you're doing before you get going on an ad design. Right, because if you put too much text in it, Facebook won't let you run the ad. Yeah. And so you have to have something visually stimulating mm -hmm. to capture people's attention. But really short and brief. And yeah, right. so, so that's, that's another challenge that we face. And display ads and yeah. thinking and how small it's going to be on a smartphone or, yep. you know. Yeah, it's so, be legible. And advertising and other means, too, aside from, you know, online, but thinking about magazines and billboards and you know, why does design matter? Especially, what do I always say about a billboard? What do we need to do with a billboard? Five words Those or less. That's what I think. <laughs> yes. That's what I had in my head. Yes. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's what she's after. Yeah. You're driving words. by 70 miles an hour and you're not going to be able to read yeah. any more than that. Mm -hmm. Right. So design matters because you might have an image that can be something that will be more memorable than trying to cram a bunch of text on a, a billboard, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> What are some other examples of why graphic design matters in advertising? I mean, we, we see these things where people have gone wrong, <laughs> what not to do, but why does it matter? 
this is where I bring up Apple because I think that when people think of like successful businesses, they think of Apple and they actually have done some research. And as recently as 2015, it was found that Apple actually spends $1.8 billion on advertising every year. Um, so creative people, including graphic designers, are extremely valuable to Apple as the company made $217 billion in 2017 wow. alone. Wow. And they have lots of our <laughs> Apple has made a lot off of us because yep. one, we're, of the, yeah. one of those billions might be ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of our computers here at Pepper Shack are, are Phones, Apple. iPads. Yep. Yep. Holy cow. Everything. We, we mm -hmm. contribute to Apple a lot, but mm -hmm. yep. and Apple contributes to us, too, in some ways and gives us a lot of tools to use, too. But you're right. That's a lot of money. And thinking through how they utilize design and, you know, they were kind of the first to, to be against the grain and do differently. And Steve Jobs created uh, design in computer, you know, technology. And that was important to so the way people use their product. Mm -hmm. And it was colorful. <laughs> But yeah, they, they have pretty effective ad campaigns. And I know the commercial that, that's running now, it's all about how Apple products help people. Like, you know, you can dial 911 or you can use Apple to help you do with your math or you can, uh, you know, that's what I, <laughs> I use it a lot for that. For my 13-year-old or 12-year-old son that uh, needs math. I, I say 13 because act, he acts like a teenager already. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's lots of things that uh, matter for the design and how you use it and how you interact with it and everything. Did you know that your iPhone can dial 911 all by itself? At 11 o'clock at night? Oh, no. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, we oh. had that experience. Earlier this week. <laughs> oh, Whoopsie. really? I hear this alarm going off. I was asleep. I hear oh, this alarm my. going off, and I'm like, oh, my God. I look at my phone, and it's like dialing 911. Why? <laughs> All by itself. I didn't even touch it. And I don't know. You looked it up, and other people had it, experienced It's happened to other people. It's not... <laughs> I, I don't what? know. It just How? randomly. What? I don't it's know. a conspiracy. <laughs> so I hung up and then he called back really quick and he's like, uh, I just got a call from blah, blah, blah. Everything okay? I'm like, yeah, my phone did it all by itself. There's no emergency. <laughs> so did he say weird. it happens all the time? Oh, I uh, don't know. Said, okay, thanks. Oh my gosh. I did <laughs> so, not know that could happen. I anyways, mean, side note. What else can graphic design play a part in um, that can be really pretty critical if, if you know, we didn't have great design? What are some other examples of campaigns and things that we've done that, uh, or that, you know, the world has contributed to other, you know, other graphic designers have contributed. What are some of those uh, ideas of why design matters? I think that it can play a big part in elections and that kind of stuff. And if you're a candidate and you want to run for president or whatever, you want to run for office, you want to have a nice brand to back you up so that people can remember that and associate you with that so everything from t-shirts to hats to yard signs to palm cards to everything that you know you can use to be able to help you get elected in some regard bumper stickers and all kinds of fun things right yeah sierra weren't you telling me a story about uh the ballot <laughs> the palm beach county ballot of 2001 this was when george bush was running for president and so uh Actually, there was a whole entire county. I think Brian was telling me that for two weeks, we didn't have a president. Yeah. Because of this issue in this certain county. So basically, the graphic designer designed the ballot, and most of the people in Palm Beach County are elderly people. 
I can't say old. Sure you can. They're old. I just did. They're all retired. Old people. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) Yeah, so she had to keep that in mind. And so she knew that if she made the ballot all one line, like straight down, that the text would become too small and it would be hard for them to read. So she thought that she was doing them a service by making it a butterfly ballot, which means that there is two panels, one on the right side and one on the left side. And on the left side, there was George Bush being at the top right, and then right below him was Al Gore. And then on the left side, another presidential uh, nominee was Pat Buchanan, and a bunch of people actually ended up voting for George Bush because of the way she staggered the holes. They weren't in order, so people thought that they were voting for George Bush when they were actually voting for Pat Buchanan. It was a huge issue, and she had to go to court and all this stuff. Oh, my goodness. There was, like, a name for that. I can't remember. I would not want to be in that situation. Or something like hanging chads, or if they were, like, not pushing the the ballot buttons all the way through. There was Mm -hmm. was that issue before. And that is why graphic design, good graphic design, Mm -hmm. matters, right? Mm -hmm. What are some other examples? Um, Like in in athletics, how does design matter for, you know, mascots and what we do with uh, tickets and all that kind of fun stuff? I know when we were talking about this, I was like, if we didn't have graphic design and you're looking out on the field, how would you know who to root for or who was who was the right guy? I mean, think about it. Like all those logos had to be designed and we identify with those. We rally around those logos. It's pretty cool. Yeah. We would want to make sure that we're rooting for the right team. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know it's kind of funny when you watch a football team that their colors are the same. And so then you're like, you know, looking at the crowd and everyone yeah. has the same color on it. Like it's a sea of red. If, if both teams have red in their color, you know, so then you're trying to identify with the right colors and the right, you know, right side of the team. Well, yeah. we're talking about athletics, too. I mean, you feel like you're a part of a community when you're a fan of a certain team and and you can visually relate with their logo or their whatever it is. Uh the Seahawks oh, no. have, a, have a secondary uh, Hawk logo that has been very uh, talked about as soon as it was launched. And you have diehard fans that hate, like despise <laughs> this new logo uh, yep. we'll have all to over it. merchandise. And, and I'd, I'd be curious to see how it's selling because everything I've heard is, I hate that thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to put a link to that, won't we? Yeah. We'll have to uh-huh. show people what it looks like and yeah. see what everybody thinks. But, oh, it's but there may weird. be those that love it. I, right. I don't know. Well, and if you're supporting your local football team, like ours here is, you know, we've got blue and orange and people wear blue and orange and you just automatically know that if somebody's wearing blue and orange on a Friday that they're rooting for Boise State or whatever team it is that they're rooting for. And it's become pretty much a cultural thing that people will wear their colors and forget, you know, office professional. It's like you're, you're wearing your jersey, you're wearing, you know, <laughs> the yeah. jewelry and everything because is your color. good graphic design evokes emotion and connects people and that's another reason it's important yeah that's what we're talking about apparel too i mean with your business and logo wear and the the color scheme of your business and your brand and if you wear your color then people will associate you with that business or that brand what are some other examples of good apparel and graphic design on apparel i mean we could probably look at what we're 
wearing right now, <laughs> everybody knows, like Nike, like Drew was or mentioning earlier, and Under Armour. Uh, we all wear what we choose to wear to send some sort of message. Right. Michael mm -hmm. Kors or Calvin Klein. Yeah, or, know. You know, it's like you want to wear the best of the best yeah. sometimes and you want to be seen that way or you you don't care and you wear clothes with no logos yeah. and you just, you know, show up and it's no big deal. But um, to each their own, everyone has their own brands that they yeah. like and appeal or appeal to. And, and it's well, and locally, there's a credit union that they're they've owned this bright neon, not neon, bright green. Idaho, Idaho Central Credit Union, and they wear, whether it's a logoed shirt or not, when they're out at a networking function, I can pick them out of a crowd because they're wearing that green. Bright, they bright, color. bright green jeeps. Green yeah. jeeps that yeah. they drive mm -hmm. around, and I mean, they, they've done a good job. And at, green is the color of money. <laughs> yep. So yeah, having that emotion about, you know, having financial security and yep. money and, yep. Yep. We have our own color. We yeah. have our orange. Yeah. Raven has an orange Jeep. Yep. And I have <laughs> orange glasses. <laughs> yeah. And orange nails, mostly. Yeah, right. I do. Mostly. <laughs> Those are pretty orange. It's, uh, it's you know, wear your brand. And I, I am known for it now. And I like it because it's fun. And I love the color. And it's fresh. It's, you know, it has good meaning for us. And, uh, you know, sort of renewal, refresh, and reinvigorate, and, you know, ideate all those fun things that come with that color and because our business started in um october what are the what's the one number one color that you associate with october orange orange, orange and black right black. orange yeah <laughs> so yeah that that is always fun we always have a shocktoberfest event and so orange is it what about packaging and and this could go everywhere from what's sent in the mail to what's on the, the shelves at the store I mean, good graphic design really matters in this space. Why is that? If it's food and it looks terrible, you're not going to buy it. <laughs> yes. Right? Or if it looks really appealing, you're going to buy it whether you should or not. <laughs> right? Yep. People are drawn to products that look good. Yeah. And it helps sell, too. I mean, if you've yeah. got great graphic design and package design is, is you know, looks more than just a generic brand or if it's, you know, well done and there's maybe some lifestyle imagery. And then thinking about uh, when you want to stand out in magazines or newspapers or any kind of printed material, direct mail, uh, books, catalogs, greeting cards. What are we thinking about when we uh, want to put together ads for our clients? What are some kind of important things that we want to incorporate in good graphic design when we think of these things. And well, we're always thinking about our audience and then, you know, if how legible it needs to be or, you know, how fun it needs to be, just the tone of the piece. There's a lot of things that go into consideration when we're putting together a print ad or what's like the number one thing we're trying to communicate. That's that's always there. And then just what imagery can support it. Right. Well, it's similar to a website layout too. If you're if you're trying to lay out a catalog, <coughs> you need your your readers to be able to logically flow through and find the information that they're looking for. So, when we think of working with our clients, what's the first step that we take? Why do we do what we do in order to get really great results? What are some things that we incorporate when we want to work with our clients? Why do we? Why does it matter? Um, the steps that we go through. We begin with the end in mind. They all have a goal and we focus on that goal and then we develop concepts around it. But if we don't know what we're trying to achieve, we're wasting our time and your money. Yeah. 
So we want to keep the results in mind and make sure that there's some type of ROI on the time that we're spending. Um, And if it's truly just for branding and awareness, then it has a different end result than if it's to sell something or have a call to action or, you know, have a phone number for people to call or whatever the case might be for promoting an event. You know, we're selling tickets. We're trying to get butts in seats, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Versus truly a branding and awareness campaign, um, there's differences of what we want to accomplish with those goals and what really can trigger the, uh, you know, the, the end result that we want. And so thinking about the different design and persuasive messaging and putting all of that together, uh, what are some examples of things that we've done that have been highly successful from either branding campaigns that we've done all the way to, you know, getting butts in seats. What what are some examples that we can share and show and tell? One client that we used to have that unfortunately they they are gone now because they moved uh, was Idaho Stampede Basketball. We, that was event-driven design, uh, video, social media. I mean, we did, we did everything for them. And it was successful, I think, yeah. because, it, you know, we kept our audience in mind, sports fans, families looking to have a good time and really, like Andy said, kept that goal in mind throughout the whole season and kept yeah. and driving we, people to the games. We even did some design where they would have sponsorship um, fulfillments where we would do, you know, uh, contests during halftime and have design for, you know, what they would do and how they would do it. Everything there to the email uh, campaigns that we would drive and social media, all of the graphic design and then any of the print ads, uh, you know, leading to ticket sales and those types of things and their media kit and putting that together and mm-hmm. their sponsorship kit, all of those things that. But it that all matter. needed to be consistent and reflect the brand and, so that 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 user experience anytime that that brand was seen out and about people knew what it was for and the information was presented in a way that made sense and mm-hmm. all things that are tied to graphic design then we worked on a project where um the school district that we worked with had kind of gone through some turmoil and some trouble and really just needed a really to reset kind of a complete reset. And we worked with the community, the parents, the the teachers, even some students and the business community uh, to, to really reset the imagery and the brand that they portrayed. And, um, and now they're doing much, much better. And we went through that process and heard from our community and did some focus groups and surveys and things that will, would allow us to come up with the great messaging and the imagery that we wanted to showcase. And you talk about uh, what we ended up doing for them. Well, we wanted to do something that was really focused on the students and achievement. We wanted to something that they could rally around. So we ended up building like a logo design with a child, with two children, both a boy and a girl. You also have to be mindful of gender when you're designing. So we wanted to make sure we had both represented. And both of the students are reaching for a star. That's our way of showing achievement. And they actually grab it and achieve it. And that's the part of the design that was was uh, interesting. And we also used color schemes that kind of incorporated colors from the high schools in because there's three different high schools. And so we wanted to somehow represent each of those in a way. And we were able to achieve that in some some regard. Um, And yeah, yeah. 
And now I see the teachers and the the, the administrators wearing the logo and it's, uh, you know, their signage and everything the, that's coming out from The superintendent came back from a function uh, where it was a, a like a teacher's meeting or a superintendent's meeting. And he said people sought him out and asked him where he got his... Mm-hmm. Shirt and his logo. Because he was <laughs> they, at a national. You could see it from across yeah. the room and how awesome it was. So that's, that's cool. just to brag on us a little bit. But, <laughs> you know, it worked. It did. It was actually one of his goals when we first started working with him. He said, "I want people to see my shirt and think it's awesome." Yep, and, 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 and we did we that. Accomplished it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and there was you know some controversy because anytime you spend taxpayer dollars and money, you know it's always uh, it's always hard because people don't always understand the process and why good graphic design and branding matters and why it does take what it does to do and create what we created and and honestly, you know, other people doing what we do can charge even more than what we did, but we you know have a sense of community and wanted to give back some of what we did and and we did. And I think by explaining and sharing and showing what the accomplishments that we made and and going through that process, uh, people, for the most part, understood why we did what we did and why we spent what we spent doing what we did, because it does matter. So any final thoughts on why graphic design matters and what we can tell our audience today? Hire us. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else? I was just going to say, anytime you pick up something, like next time you look at it, think somebody had to design this. It came from somewhere. There was an idea somewhere that someone yeah. had. Yep. And then it got translated into whatever that design became. Oh, yep. I know what I want to talk about. So in Vegas, when we were at the Adobe Max conference, we listened to a designer. His name's Aaron Draplin. This guy is the shit. You need to check him out. <laughs> He's got some awesome stuff. But one thing that he goes around doing, he calls it junkin'. And so he'll go to yard sales, thrift stores, junk stores, wherever, people's garages that are trying to get rid of stuff. And he finds pieces and parts of whatever, machinery, equipment, little signage. Um, and he studies, and, and it's usually older, but he studies that design and bases a lot of his current design off of simple signage, you know, directional signage, mm-hmm. like you were talking about, you know, road signs, things like that. Because his idea is that without somebody doing that originally and, and you know, all this design was done with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so he likes to keep that in mind when he's designing his logos or print, you know, ads or, or whatever he's designing. And um, I, I was I was inspired by what he had to say. So check him out. Check out his... Uh, his junkin' adventures. <laughs> yeah, he's way cool. Yep. And I was going to say, too, that sometimes people will ask us, you know, why does it cost what it costs? And so explaining that a little bit and having that understood that the value of what we bring is our expertise of, of you know, the years of experiences that we, um, you know, bring to the table in branding and imagery and, uh, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And, you know, sure, people can go online and try to just get like a cookie cutter, you know, uh, clip art logo, but does that really represent them? Does it represent the audience that they want to attract? Is it the color scheme that it would be the right colors for what their business is? I mean, look at McDonald's in food. I mean, there's a lot of red and yellow in, uh, you know, yeah, in food, because that's 
going to trigger appetite and hunger. And so there's just lots of different considerations when building a brand and utilizing the colors and, and the type and type and the, the font choices and the spacing and, you know, how you stack it and all of those things. Um, you know, yeah, sure. You could get somebody to, to quickly do it on one of those design sites that just spit out, you know, that charge a dollar less than a hundred. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They'll spit out, you know, something that looks very similar to somebody else's design that they just did last week and, you know, but have no consideration to truly the image and the branding and, you know, talking to your customers and thinking about what the messaging would be that ties into what logo you've created and the imagery that goes with it and experience that you want people to feel about your brand and your company and, and all of those types of things. So there's a lot more to it than just slapping something together. Uh, And I think that if people can truly understand, you know, all that really goes into it and all the expertise that we bring when that happens, then they can maybe see the value a lot more and a lot easier um, by understanding what we want to accomplish and we want to get it right. And by doing that, we want to, you know, make sure that we really truly understand your brand and what you want to accomplish. And that's where, you know, kind of the, the magic happens. Well, my final thought is that graphic design starts with an idea. And I think it's our job as graphic designers to make that idea a reality. And I think that it's a really um, special skill to possess or to be able to do like as a job. So I am grateful for what I do and all that. That's all I have to say. You're really special. Thank you. I hope that's in a good way. And possessed. I mean, you you possess graphic design skills. She got skills. All right. Well, that's uh, we're going to wrap up our show here. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, It's always kind of fun to hear from our own crew and what we have uh, and the experiences that we get to share from what we do. And uh, so thanks, Drew and Angie and Sierra. And, uh, yeah, if you do ever decide that you need to do a brand refresh or you're a startup, uh, we like to say we work with Fortune None to Fortune One companies across the globe. Of course, Fortune None are the startups or the nonprofits or the government entities of the world. But uh, we want to help you build your brand and your bottom line. So you can always reach us at Peppershock.com. Uh, we're on social media everywhere. I'm on social media as the Marketing Boss Babe, and uh, you can get us there as well. Make sure you subscribe for more podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com.